Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, April 22nd, 2015, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, coming to you live from the beautiful and breathtaking studios of StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy Today's topic title is No Place to Hide. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne this day. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful opportunity to have your word go out around the world. We thank you for the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit strong upon us, that the words will not fall to the ground, Lord, but they will go to the hearts and minds and souls and ears and eyes of the people that you have prepared and ordained for this hour to hear and to see and to receive your one and only begotten Son, who is Jesus Christ, as their Lord, Master, and only Savior, and be ready for the rapture, which is just around the corner. And Holy Spirit, we say, have your way this day in this broadcast that everything that be said and done be done in the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another captivating episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we begin today's broadcast, I would just like to say that I hope all of you enjoyed last week's rebroadcast of the Financial Meltdown 2 which in my absence seemed to be the message that the Lord God wanted reiterated here at the midpoint, according to the Hebrew calendar, in the current Shemitah year. Moving ahead, a couple of weeks ago, I shared with you that when I had more information concerning the upcoming Jade Helm 15 Special Forces military drill that is set to take place this summer in the southwestern states of America beginning July 15, 2015 and ending September 15, 2015, that I would share it with you. With that said, it has come to my attention that we now indeed do have a very interesting development of which is being presented to us in the form of an article titled U.S. Special Forces in Yemen Take Over American Walmart Stores. Posted on the What Does It Mean? Current World News webpage, April 16, 2015, of which thusly states, An intriguing Foreign Intelligence Service, SVR, report circulating in the Kremlin today is expressing puzzlement as to why the United States' top forces command that is currently directing the war in Yemen against Houthi rebel forces has this past week taken over a number of Walmart stores 
in America and is now converting them to command and control or C2 centers. According to this report, SVR electronic intelligence analysts tasked with overseeing their American counterparts this past week identified a series of mysterious communications between the United States Special Operations Command, or SOCOM, located at McDell Air Force Base in Tampa, Florida, their subservient counterpart located at the U.S. Naval Expeditionary Base, Camp Lamanier and Djibouti, where the war in Yemen is being directed from, and of all places, from a suddenly closed Walmart store in Brandon, Florida, just 20 kilometers or 13 miles from their main headquarters. The article continues by saying that in following these SOCOM communications, this report says a further strangeness was discovered when C2 links were also found existing between the likewise suddenly closed Walmart store in Pico Rivera, California, and the mass U.S. Marine base, Camp Camp Pendleton, Camp Pendleton, oh brother, my friends, Camp Pendleton, located 119 kilometers or 74 miles apart. I am so excited about this, my friends. You need to hear what is going on in our world today. A suddenly closed Walmart store in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the Tulsa Air National Guard Base, located 16 kilometers or 10 miles apart, are in communication, my friends. A suddenly closed Walmart store in North Midland, Texas, and Fort Bliss, which is located in El Paso, Texas, 416 kilometers or 259 miles apart. A suddenly closed Walmart store in Livingston, Texas, and the highly secretive U.S. Homeland Security Base, located at Ellington Field Joint Reserve Base in Houston, Texas, located 119 kilometers or 74 miles apart. As to why all of these Walmart stores spanning the entire length, listen, my friends, spanning the entire length of the United States, were suddenly closed. This report continues. U.S. news sources are reporting that they all mysteriously experienced the exact same plumbing problem, but which local news sources from California to Florida quickly discounted as being not true. More ominous, however, of the sudden closing of these Walmart stores, this report states is their location in what has been described as the, quote, main combat target zone of a mass SOCOM military exercise planned for the United States called Jade Helm, whose ending in September, coincidentally, uh, exactly coincides with the six-month date of all these stores have stated they will remain closed for until they reopen. As to the massive Jade Helm military exercise itself, this report continues is an eight-week U.S. domestic battle plan. Wow, that's a strange name, my friends. Scheduled to begin on 15th of July and last until the 15th of September, encompassing the United States, of which I might add, have been outlined on a military map as being the states of California, who is described as being mostly friendly, but with an insurgent pocket at its southern end. Utah, who is described as being an enemy state, Arizona, who's described as being a friendly state, yay, Nevada, who is described as being a friendly state, Colorado, who is described as being a friendly state, New Mexico, who is described as being a neutral state, Texas, 
who is described as being an enemy state. Mississippi, of whom has not been designated, and Florida, of whom as well has not been designated. At this point, my friends, in the article, it is noted that Mississippi and Florida were late additions to this military exercise. The article as well says that according to the unclassified request to conduct realistic training, Jade Helm 15, or RCRT-JH15, posted by SOCOM, Describing this massive domestic military exercise, they further state about it, quote, This is a challenging eight-week military and interagency, or IA, unconventional warfare, or UW, exercise, conducted throughout Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Nevada, Utah, and Colorado. The seven states and divided regions, very interesting terminology, my friends, therein are designated as hostile, permissive, uncertain, leaning towards hostile, and uncertain, leaning towards friendly, with, for example, California designated as a largely blue permissive region with a small portion of the south in red, hostile, based on insurgent activity in the area. Continuing on, the article further states, exercise participants come from across the Department of Defense and U.S. government and include U.S. Army Special Forces Command, Green Berets, U.S. Navy SEALs, U.S. Air Force Special Operations Command, U.S. Marine Corps Special Operations Command, U.S. Marine Corps Expeditionary Units, 82nd Airborne Division, and some interagency partners, likely but not confirmed, FBI, CIA, DHS, and others. The CR. RT states up front the goals that the exercise hopes to accomplish are as follows to improve the unconventional warfare capability of US special operations force as part of the national security strategy my friends national means within this country international would mean outside of this country i find that very interesting and to determine the pros and cons associated with the exercise at this point my friends the article brings up some very interesting points when it further states that what has been left unsaid or unanswered by SOCOM, or any other U.S. authority, this report asks why the American military's special forces and domestic intelligence and security agencies even need to conduct such an exercise as the United States, in other words, in regards to its people, society, transportation, etc., The article points out is so unique that the only information that could possibly be gained is in how to subjugate, suppress, to subjugate and suppress their own citizens as the knowledge gained could not possibly apply to any other nation on earth. That said, my friends, this very informative and at the same time very ominous article ends by saying even more grimly to note about the Jade Helm. The Jade Helm, Jade Helm, my friends, don't forget it, Jade Helm 15, adventure. SVR intelligence analysts in this report state that SOCOM forces are apparently honing tactics they will soon be using against their own citizens in America. 
including mass starvation. In Yemen, these reasons for this being so, they continue explaining is due to both Yemen and the United States having the largest per capita ratio of privately owned guns in the world, a situation which has enabled both of these nations to be deemed unconquerable by Federation war experts. But to the greatest potential horror of what SOCOM's Jade Helm is really about, this report grimly concludes can be heard in the words of the late U.S. Army veteran and FBI informant Larry Garthwell, who in 1982 describes in chilling detail the Obama regime's fellow travelers' logistical master plan to kill tens of millions of America. And by using these closed Walmart stores as C2, or shall we say command and control centers, to weed them out would certainly be something that they could do. And on that unsettling note, my friends, right after the break, I will be back to share with you some of the very, as the article put it, chilling details concerning the so-called logistical master plan to kill tens of millions of Americans. Sometimes I feel I'm pulled in so many wrong directions. Sometimes I feel the world seducing my affections. It's not that I don't know the way, it's just a heart that's prone to stray. But with my weaknesses admitted, you will keep all that I've committed. So I commit my heart to you, my first love. First love, first love, my soul.
my first love, Jesus. You better believe it, my friends. And speaking of my friends, what the end of the just shared article was referring to when it stated chilling details concerning the so-called logistical master plan to kill 10 Tens of millions of Americans is what Mr. Larry Gothwell disclosed in a 1982 documentary titled No Place to Hide. First, a swath of the backstory, which is that Mr. Larry Gothwell was part of an organization called the Weather Underground, who were and are also known as the Weathermen. Also, my friends, whose stated goal was to create a clandestine revolutionary party for the overthrow of the U.S. government. I actually think it must be in play right now. It is said that Mr. Garthwall became a member of the Weather Underground or the Weathermen as an undercover operative for law enforcement agencies in Cincinnati. His role within the organization was to carry out directives from the Central Committee. My friends, that's just another word for government. To the operating units in the field. In the 1982 documentary just mentioned, titled No Place to Hide, at one point, Mr. Garthwall states, quote, I brought up the subject of what's going to happen when we take over the government. He then says, quote, We become responsible for over 250 million people. And there was no answer. No one had given any thought to economics, of which he then said to, How? Are you going to clothe and feed these people? The only thing I could get, he said, was, is that Cuba, Cubans, the Vietnamese, the Chinese, and the Russians would want to occupy different parts of the United States. He then said they also believed, the, weather, the weathermen or the weather underground, that is, that their immediate, their immediate responsibility would be to protect against what they called the counter-revolution. And they felt that this counter-revolution could best be guarded against by creating and establishing, get this, my friends, listen closely, re-education centers in the Southwest of America. 1982, my friends, 1982, where we, he said, would take all the people who needed to be re-educated into the new way of thinking and to teach them how things were going to be. He then said, I asked, what is going to happen to those people that we can't re-educate, that are die-hard capitalist, and the reply was that they would have to be eliminated. And when I pursued this further, he said, they estimated that they would have to eliminate 25 million people in these re-education centers. Mr. Garthwall then reiterated, well, when I said eliminate I mean kill 25 million people. He then stated, I want you to imagine sitting in a room with 25 people, most of which have graduate degrees from Columbia and other well-known educational centers, and hear them figuring out the logistics for the elimination of 25 million people. And they were dead serious. My friends, the circumstances surrounding the closing of these five Walmart supercenters 
of which are all located along the southern border of America, is indeed very strange and has not only been reported by just some quirky online news site, it has been reported by the best of them, such as CNN Money Business, who wrote in their short article, Walmart surprises everyone and puts 2,200 people out of work Monday when it temporarily closed five stores. The reason for the shutdown? Plumbing problems, according to the retailer. Two of the stores are in Texas, and the others are in California, Florida, and Oklahoma. They will be closed for, quote, extended repairs for approximately six months, the company said. The stores closed at 7 p.m. Monday after workers were notified just hours before that they were losing their jobs. Everybody just panicked and started crying, said Venezi Laguna, a manager of the deli department at the Pico Rivera, California store. The news came as a surprise to 295 full-time workers and 248 part-time staffers there. Both full-time and part-time workers will be put on paid leave for two months, during which time they can try to transfer to a different Walmart location. Full-time employees who don't get another Walmart job by June 19th, may be eligible for severance, which part-time workers aren't eligible for. My friends, can you imagine how many people are out of work in America and then suddenly five Walmart super centers are closed for what has been deemed as no good reason? Moving on. The article says, this is the first time we're hearing of these sewer problems. City manager Renee Bobedel said, the company is not yet asked for any building permits, which may be required for major work. In Livingston, Texas, where 422 people were laid off, city officials met with Walmart representatives on Monday. They were told that the plumbing problems have been ongoing and pervasive, said Marilyn Sutton, the Livingston city manager. Walmart hasn't applied for any permits there yet because they first need to determine what repairs are needed, Sutton said. Walmart intends to reopen the stores as soon as the problems are resolved. These five stores had the most plumbing problems over the past two years, but don't have anything else in common, says a spokesman. Hmm. Later in the article, it was noted that a Walmart spokesman said the decision to close the store had nothing to do with anything but the plumbing. Quote, we understand this decision has been difficult, on our associates and our customers. We aim to reopen these stores as soon as these issues are resolved, he said. So what about the article written by Business Insider just yesterday, my friends? Yesterday afternoon, April 21st, 2015, titled, Walmart mysteriously closes five stores and some people have a wacky conspiracy theory about why. Thousands of Walmart employees are fighting to get their jobs back after Walmart suddenly closed five stores last week without warning. The retailer said it closed the stores in California, Texas, Oklahoma, and Florida due to persisting plumbing issues that could take as long as six months to fix. More than 2,200 workers were laid off as a result and given two months of severance pay. But some critics are skeptical that Walmart closed the stores because of plumbing issues. They're skeptical that they closed the store because of plumbing issues. They don't believe it. 
Officials in the five cities where Walmart closed stores claim the, the company hasn't sought permits for plumbing work, according to ABC News. Additionally, a Walmart plumbing technician who works at the now-shuttered store in Brandon, Florida, told WFLA that even if the store is replacing the entire sewer line, the work shouldn't take as long as six months. The UFCW, a labor group representing Walmart at Walmart's laid-off workers, claims the company closed the store in retaliation against workers organizing for better pay, which is something that Walmart has been found guilty of doing in Canada, they say. The group has filed a claim with the National Labor Relations Board deeming that the company rehire the employees. Well, they'll be happy to do that just right after September 15th, my friends. The UFCW isn't alone in its skepticism. The closure has also fueled a bizarre conspiracy theory. My friends, it's a bizarre conspiracy theory, but we're going to bring it up in the national news, okay? Okay, so, the closure has also fueled a bizarre conspiracy theory that the U.S. military is planning to enact martial law this summer under the guise of a special operations exercise called Jade Helm 15. Aha! Now, it's no longer just a conspiracy theory, my friends. Yes, it is for real. Now, martial law, I don't know about, but they're up to something. According to the theory, which has no apparent basis in reality, says the article, the military will use the shuttered Walmart stores as processing facilities for Americans once martial law is hatched. Well, you know what, my friends? We don't know at this point. So, the question remains as to just why, my friends, Walmart simply closed these five stores along the southern border of America. Was it truly just because all five of them happened to have the very same plumbing issues? Or was it, or is it, for a more clandestine reason? Folks, I know that some of you, I know that for some of you, this all sounds a bit far-fetched or outlandish. I assure you, though, that many strange things are taking place and will continue to take place such as never before. And they are being allowed by the one and only true and living God as signs that people need to be ready, praying, watching, and waiting for the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior of the world, who is Jesus Christ. My friends, we are living among the last generation who are the same that will be present at the soon coming return of the Lord Jesus Christ in what is called the rapture. As a watchman on the wall, my friends, I must warn you that the rapture is no fairy tale. It is spoken of in the very word of God, which is the Bible, and if you are not being taught of it, in whatever circle you consider to be your spiritual teaching, you, my friends, are buying into a false belief system of which will end with you in the end of all things cast into the eternal lake of fire. Mentioned in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15. For Paul says, while speaking to Christians, not to the unsaved in this set of scriptures, my friends, but to those who do believe. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 58, 
Paul says, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. In other words, we shall not all die. But we shall all who are born again, filled with the Spirit, and believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life, shall be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruptible, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruptible, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? And here is the interpretation of that, my friends. The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. My friends, that Jesus came to complete and gave you and I a way of escape, which is called salvation that Jesus Christ paid for upon the cross by the shedding of his precious and holy blood. Verse 57 says, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory, Paul says, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, Paul says, my friends, and whenever you see therefore in the scripture, you need to see what it is there for. And it says, therefore, my beloved brethren, meaning those who are saved and waiting, ready and watching and waiting for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Moving on to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, Paul continues by saying, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. Remember, he's still speaking to Christians, and now he's telling them, I would not have you be without understanding, because that is what the word ignorant means. Paul says, I would not have you to be ignorant or without understanding, and understanding, Christian brothers, concerning them which are asleep or who have died and gone on to be with Jesus in paradise until the time he returns in the rapture, my friends, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. My friends, people who have no hope are those who think that they are actually going somewhere, but if they do not have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ in good standing, they are going no place but to the lake of fire. And that is God's word, not my word. Verse 14 says, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep or have gone on through death to be with Jesus and who are in Jesus, will God bring with him. For this we say unto you, not by ourselves and our opinion, but by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds. This is our spirit, my friends. These dead bodies will not be going with us. We will have new bodies given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ at that time. Together, we will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Paul says, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. My friends, because in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, it is said, 
But there again, to the Christian, not to those who are not paying attention, not to those who do not have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, not to those who hate God, not to those who hate the name of Jesus Christ, because it is the name above all names. And it is the only name, if you ever notice, that when it is brought forth is when people will start coming unglued. You can talk about God all you want, because my friends, the word God is only a title. His name is Jesus the Christ, the anointed one, the only Savior of all mankind, whom he gives each and every breath to. What you do with your breath is up to you. You're either going to spend it working for the Lord and portraying in your lifestyle the fruits the good fruits of the Lord Jesus Christ through the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. Or you're going to produce the rotten fruits of this world, which are so glaringly seen in every direction that we look at today through actions and words and smut and evil thoughts and perverse ways. Paul says, In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1. But of the times and seasons, brethren, Christians who are watching, ready, and waiting for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ, ye have no need that I write unto you. So therefore, my friends, he's talking to the Christians, but most of what he's saying here is for those who are not saved, those who do not have their way of escape secured, which is through the blood of Jesus Christ. He continues by saying, for you, Christians, yourselves, know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. My friends, it so cometh as a thief in the night because one day we'll be sitting right here and possibly even be doing this radio program. And suddenly you will not be worried about the fact that this mic has gone dead because you're going to be too worried about hearing what they're saying on CNN and Fox News because the only people that will be gone are those who see Jesus Christ crack the eastern sky because that is what the word of God says. Only those who are ready, watching and waiting and who have their lives in order in a personal relationship and good standing with the Lord Jesus Christ will see him coming as he returns in the rapture. The rest of the world will not see Jesus Christ return until we are on white horses in white linen behind him when he comes in his second coming, my friends, to destroy those upon this earth that rejected him. You don't get something for nothing forever, my friends. You have breath now. But one day, if you don't have a personal relationship with the one who gave it to you, you will pay for all eternity. And it will be in the lake of fire. My friends, verse 3 says, For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness. My friends, there is no darkness in the Lord God. All darkness comes from Satan and his demons and evil angels and those who choose to follow him. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep. Let us not sin as do others. But let us watch and be sober in the spirit, my friends. For they that sleep or sin, sleep or sin in the night or in the dark recesses of the world, my friends, when they think they're really getting away with something, And they that be drunken are drunken in the night, says the word of the Lord. But God knows the end from the beginning, and he sees it all. 
they will not escape. Paul says, but let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, which only comes by way of the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, my friends, and through the precious and holy shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ upon the cross. I guarantee you, you do not know what faith or love is unless you walk with God because it belongs to him. Paul says, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation or the hope of our way of escape, which comes through the precious and holy shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. For God has not appointed us to wrath. Do you hear what I am saying, my friends? That just negates the fact that there is no such thing as a post-tribulation rapture, okay? Because The second three and a half years of the seven years of tribulation is the outpouring without measure of God's wrath upon this earth. And my friends, guess what? It says right here in the word of God, the very word of God, for God has not appointed us to wrath. And here's how, because you're going to go in the rapture if you're ready. And here's how you're going to be ready. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, Paul says, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as ye also do. For my friends, the Lord Jesus Christ himself warns us in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 through 29, that we are required to enter ye at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because Jesus tells us that straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And listen to this, my friends. And he also says, and few there be that find it. Verse 15 says, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Jesus said, ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thistles? Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but every corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit, says the Lord Jesus Christ. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire, which is a parable of telling you that if you do not have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ when your time comes, you will be cast into the lake of fire for all eternity. The words of Jesus Christ. Verse 20 says, Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Jesus said, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me, Jesus said in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils and in thy name done many wonderful works? Well, guess what, my friends? That implies that at one point they were filled with the indwelling power of God's Holy Spirit. But somewhere along the way, they let all the oil drain out, which is a representation of the Holy Spirit from their life. And they've gone back as a dog going back to its vomit and revisited the things of the world once again. And now the Lord is saying, yes, I I once knew you. But continuing on, he says, And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. 
Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, Jesus said, and doeth them, I will liken him to a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. My friends, this is why you need to know God's word, know God's word well, and know it correctly for yourself, because if you do, you know that the Bible refers to Jesus Christ as the rock of salvation. And once again, Jesus is giving a parable that he is your only way of escape. And he goes on to say, And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, Jesus said, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And Jesus said, the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, or his teaching, my friends, for he taught them as one having authority my friends, having authority through the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, and not as those who tried to teach them prior, such as the scribes that had not the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. My friends, in John chapter 3, verses 33 through 36, the words of John the Baptist are noted who was the forerunner of Jesus Christ, and who preached repentance to prepare the hearts of the hearers for the soon coming of the Lord and only Savior of the world, who is Jesus Christ, such as I am doing here today. And his words are set forth. And they were said, He that has received his testimony in regards to Jesus Christ has set him has set to his seal that God is true for he whom God has sent speaketh the words of God in reference to Jesus Christ my friends for God giveth not the spirit by measure unto him the father loveth the son John the Baptist said, and has given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth upon him. My friends, I spoke to you a few moments ago about the eternal lake of fire, which is spoken of in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15. And here is what the Lord God has to say concerning it, as seen and written by John the Beloved of Jesus, who is as well here called John the Revelator or Revealer, when he states there again in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, and I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. All those who reject the Lord Jesus Christ as their only way of escape is what it's referring to, my friends. And I saw, John said, the dead and small and great stand before God, and the books were opened. The books, volumes and volumes of books were opened with the names of all those throughout all time who have rejected the Lord Jesus Christ. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books 
This is the great white throne judgment of God, my friends. It's only for those at this point who have rejected God's one and only begotten son. And they were judged according to their works, aside from what Jesus Christ had done on the cross. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works, says the word of God. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. The second death, my friends, is a spiritual separation from God, from Jesus Christ, from the Holy Spirit, from anyone who ever tried to point you in the direction of a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You will now have what you always wanted. Know Jesus in your life for eternity. So if you want to end up in the lake of fire, just keep doing what it is you're doing. And for that reason, my friends, Jesus gave us, gave to all of us this invitation so that we can be ready, hopefully, for the day that he returns soon and very soon in the rapture. When he said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup or drink in the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit with him and he with me. To him that overcometh, I will grant to set with me in my throne, which means power, my friends, even as I, Jesus said, also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne or power, my friends. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. My friends, there is coming a time soon and very soon that you'll wish that you had been ready to meet the Lord Jesus Christ in the air, as the word of God states. For you this day, my friends, you have been warned by way of the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit, not to mention as well as by the very word of the one and only true and living God, that time as we know it is about to be no more. So the final question for today is, will you be ready, my friends? Will you be ready? And with that said, I want to pray for you just before we end the show here today. Lord God, I pray that the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit has reached those whose hearts are ready to give over to the Lord Jesus Christ, who want to see him break the eastern sky and to forever be with him. My friends, you must ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and ask him to make his home or abode in your heart. And my friends, he is faithful and true to do that which he's promised. And the power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit will take over as soon as you have asked the Lord to forgive you of your sins. And with that said, my friends, I pray it all in Jesus' name. And it's a wrap. Thank you for once again for tuning in today for Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast here on the starworldwidenetworks.com. Folks, don't forget to visit streamsaz.org daily on the web for updates on prophetic news from around the world. And stay connected with me via social media and Twitter. Twitter by visiting the Streams in the Desert live landing page at starworldwidenetworks.com forward slash Streams in the Desert. This is Pastor Dana saying shalom and blessings to you all in the mighty name of Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, my Lord, Master, Savior, soon coming King and Messiah, yours too, I hope. And until we meet again next Wednesday at 3.55 p.m. for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast, may the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom. Read the book of Revelation.
nations for your sake. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on DoubleWideNetwork.com, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily located on the DoubleWideNetwork.com Streams in the Desert Live landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?